Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. So today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my Aikido journey. But first, a little bit of house cleaning. Let's uh, take a look and please share favorite, subscribe to my podcast, send me a voice message on what you want to hear or any questions because I realize that this is my first year of holding this podcast and I'd like to hear what all of you have to say, you know, whether you have favorited my podcast or if you want to hear something specific and what is this Aikido thing and what does this mean? All these things. I'm curious. So here we go. My journey. So this podcast is going to talk about Aikido. And um, we're going to talk about three different things. The search for life art. The intro to the art of Aikido. And third, components of Aikido that I discovered at the beginning which drew me into the world of Aikido. And this is for Aikidoists and non-Aikidoists alike. If anyone wants to share theirs, we could do a special podcast and talk about it, have an interview session, or just to talk about it, like a little coffee talk. So here we go. So number one, the search for life art. Now this came back as a little kid. How many of us have you know, dabbled into any kind of martial art as a kid. I know, you know, in the States, a lot of kids, they start with something easy, which is uh, like Taekwondo or Karate. And, you know, you go to the corner store, the neighborhood's school. And I started that way as a kid. I started with Taekwondo, and which is the Korean martial art of uh, kicks and punches. And I think it's the equivalent of karate, which is the Japanese art form of kicks and punches. And um, feel free to correct me on that. Or if you want to add more to that, please leave me a voice message. And I was a big fan of kung fu movies, uh, the matinees that would play on the weekends, you know, on television. And of course, you know, what kid doesn't have a favorite martial artists or like a form that they had and one of the the movies I remember seeing which was called the five deadly venoms and that was super super cool among many others that I used to watch and oh it was so awesome you know pretend maybe one week you see it you're the one who's crawling up the wall the ex the next one you are the scorpion or whatever the characters were and having these special powers but you see human beings doing these fantastic moves and that says I can do this and especially, you know, young people have active imaginations and they have all this energy. So why not use it for good, for good powers? Um, so that's the beginning. So I was a Taekwondo student and it was magical. And my teacher at the time, and I, I, the name escapes me of my sensei, but he was so empowering. And he made sure he told us you know, the rules and the regulations of training, which sharpened us as people. 
in our minds, bodies, and spirits combined. And I never let go of any of those principles I learned because I was becoming this warrior that I was seeing on TV. How many of us, raise your hands and emojis if this is how you felt when you were a kid. I see them, I see them. Onward forward, I was, you know, I, I continued to, you know, do sports and, and things like that. So it wasn't just martial arts, but it's important for kids to be expressive and express themselves because this is when you're at your height of of growth and, and exploration and ability and everything that you are when you come to this planet. So years later, how did Aikido come about? Well, there had been a longing for something to work with that I could do for the rest of my life. Is there such a thing like that? Something that you could do until you're old and gray. Like the ones in the movies, like Grasshopper, like in, um, in Kung Fu. The Kung Fu movie series that used to come on television once again. Um, I wanted to be like that. I wanted to be the one walking the earth, as many of us imagine, that have these powers that you're invincible, but you're come in peace, um, that you could just bend the air and water and space and earth, right? And this came much later in life. As an adult, I discovered Aikido because I said, you know, and it came as a challenge because you, you talk amongst many different people and people had their pros and cons about this art is better. No, this part is better. It's better to take all these different arts. Well, how can I find out which is which and who's the authority on these things? Well, Aikido came as a result of reading two books and there used to be a magazine called Intuition, which I believe is no longer in, in publishing. And it was a fantastic book because uh, a magazine because it had everything that had to do with you know, the mind and psyche and the body, um, to intuition and, and using your own power um, as a person and growing in a holistic way. And in this magazine, one article, which also escapes me, had this magazine had one article that talked about intuition and it said, to build your intuition, take Aikido. This was one of the things you could do to build it. And I said, what is Aikido? I've never heard of this my entire life. And yet again, I found it in the book I was reading about intuition and the mind. And there it was again. And I said, wow. I said, does this happen like this where you ask the question and the universe answers this way? So I guess it was because it came twice and I never heard of this thing. No one's ever spoken of it or anything, not, not one iota. And there began my discovery of looking for it, looking in the yellow pages or looking in, you know, just finding out where is it that they're doing this art form. So my first visit was to a dojo in the city and... Um, which was uh, at the time was called Aikido of Manhattan by Juba Noor Sensei. And he was running a dojo there. But you could see it from the street because it was in a loft and the windows were uh, wide open, big loft windows. So you could see it from the street and it's like, oh, look, what's that? But what's so impressive was I was able to be invited to look to see what was going on with this. What is this art form? 
and I was so taken aback by how how courteous people were, but they were doing swariwaza, which to me was just well, they're they're doing something on their knees, but at the time was swariwaza, and there were two black belts, and the rest were wearing white white uh, traditional um, dogi, and the two two one two people wearing skirts were wearing hakama, which I learned later. And they were doing iriminage at the time on the floor and during, on, during uh, Suraiwaza. And after they, and it was just amazing, which I remembered, which struck me was the posture. And it just looked regal, not, not to mention how beautiful the hakama looked. But they were moving on the floor so fluidly with this beautiful uniform. Um, and then how people got so orderly afterwards in perfect lines and in silence and they methodically bowed out and then they turned around and thanked each other which was so heartwarming it was just amazing to see Um, I've never seen anything like that before you know because you take the other classes you're standing up or you're in formation but you weren't saying thank you um, because most of the times as a kid, you know, if you're not sparring, the sparring is at one part of the class. And most of my stuff was a lot of kata and occasional sparring. Fantastic. I was sold. That's how I got into it. And I immediately jumped into it immediately. And I was training every single day. Every single day. It was phenomenal. Couldn't get enough of it. Most classes are an hour. And um, first you learn how to fall. And then after you learn how to fall, you learn how to do techniques with stretching the joints and locks on yourself. You practice these on yourself as a beginner. And your seniors watch you and they work with you. And the other thing I notice is that everyone trains together, that you have all levels taking the same classes, unless there's an exception. In this particular school, for weapons, which were wooden weapons like Musashi, uh, the wooden sword, the boken, the staff, the joe, the wooden, wooden joe, and then the blade, right? And all of them are wooden, and they're on the wall in the dojo. But for this particular school, uh, there was a time frame before you even touched one that you were allowed to even take weapons. And there were two levels. There was like a beginner, and then there was an advanced. And because it was small in there and safety, um, you had to be very careful. So you had to learn your bearings where you were, which was quite understandable. It was phenomenal. I was smitten and I was drawn to it. And immediately there was a transformation in how I felt in my body um, where you just, every little detail mattered. Every little detail, how you moved your foot. You're doing this weird thing like rolling, but it's not a somersault. Um, it was magical and after a time you you feel yourself building with community because the people that you saw you relied on them to train with because it was difficult but it was it was thrilling at the same time these are such different things of putting your body in these positions you know your footwork and moving like what is this and what's that you find yourself watching so much more to understand 
And then the movements were beautiful. Some people would see them and say, oh, it looks like Tai Chi or it looks like dancing, which it, indeed it does because the same principles are there where you're always moving in dance. And the same is with Aikido. And you're creating shapes and sizes and motions. You're blending or you're disconnecting or you're redirecting, which is beautiful. All right, so that was the search for the art. And the second part was intro to the art which we've begun talking about where my intro was on the mat and feeling the Aikido instead of just watching it so that it became watching and feeling on the mat one of the very impactful things that I absorbed in my first years of Aikido was the cleaning or or the maintenance of the basic things you learned and one thing that carried with me was how effective it was after a hard time of training in the beginning was cleaning and we cleaned together we wet our claws we get into formation and after a, a hard hours work you were cognizant enough and aware to clean and it was so fulfilling to do that and the same way that you kept your uniform you put it together it was all about the art well the third part of this talk on the podcast is components of Aikido discovered. So the discovery came after a few weeks, which I already alluded to about how my body changed. I used to go to the gym before that, but because I was so intensified with the roles, standing, it was like being born again in a sense, because you would roll, which wasn't a somersault. You had to feel like a circle, but you felt like a square and you know you get bumps and bruises here and there but you're dying to get to those movements that looked so amazing so that was the draw for me i i need to look like i need to fall like i need to move like i need to throw like i need to handle like that you know oh man and it wasn't even so much about the skirt yet but it was just that i just need to move like do this like that's how I was um, but you felt it immediately you know the, you feel your body tighten you feel like your your nails are growing faster your skin is healing quicker it was it was wicked awesome you were transforming before your very own eyes by taking on these different habits and I found myself eating differently because I had to keep up with the practice you had to. It was a sense of survival, but it was exciting. It was a happiness on top of that survival. What a thrilling feeling. It was palatable. And so training, and then on top of that, the components, the other component was finding the friends, which I also alluded to earlier. You know, when you go there, you start to see the same friends. You start to make friends on the mat. And you get to work together on this journey of growth. And we worked hard. And no one was, you know, you, you sort of became Spartan. You, you sort of tightened up. You sort of became lean and lean like a machine, like the human machine that we are. And you know, you were able to overcome obstacles because you were really connecting and you knew that this was a process. 
it was a journey that you were willing to take because you knew that in the journey, there was always change. Every week was different. Every day was different. The, the place looks the same as a perception, but in reality, there was change constantly. And then after the first year, then the second year would come and you're like, oh, there's a repetition. But then it was like going backwards in how it used to be during grade school. You know, uh, when the holidays would come, for example, and I don't know how many of you would feel this way, but it's like, you know, as kids, we, we keep growing. We don't stop or stagnate. And year after year, it's like, oh, like the boys, you know, they get taller, their voices get deeper. You start to get facial hair. You know, the, the girls, the same, they get longer, taller. You know, they start wearing different clothes. You know, physiques are different. Um, you can even change your hairstyle. And then you start to be able to be allowed to do certain things, you know, with how you look. Like in the beginning, no nail polish to maybe some pink, you know, little things like that. But that's thrilling. So I felt like as an adult, I was going through this all over again. But no one told me about that this is possible to have it like this. So this is what in Aikido has brought to me personally, that as human beings, we have so much in us. And that to the very end, I mean, remember uh, the history of the, the founder, Moriheo Ashiba Osensei, he practiced to the very end of his life. It was his life. It's more than just an art. It is an art form that is a living art form. And with that, my dear friends, I leave with you to think and ponder about this wonderful art of Aikido and to be continued about the further journey of my experience in Aikido. Until next time.